and good morning because it is morning we're doing this recording so we haven't done a podcast in a little while but i think it's important that um, we start doing them again that's what it's all about sharing knowledge so i wanted to have a chat to you about transition to work and what makes a good transition and often when you look around, there are any number of transition to work programs that are being promoted by government and organisations. And in many ways, they share similarities. And I guess individuals who deliver them will, will have some small changes that reflect that particular person. But I guess it's really interesting because, you know, what makes up a good transition to work? If you look at the, the new federal government transition to work program, um, and looking at all the information on the website and the various um, videos, etc., that they've produced. Uh, it's a program for people between the ages of 15 and 25, which tells you that in many ways it simply reflects the current job active or, or whatever the new phrase is for it these days, um, Work Australia or something, and to a degree the current disability employment service programs which are really aimed at what they call employability skills, work experiences and connecting you uh, with employers. But I wonder, does that make a good transition? Because if you look at the evidence for transition to work, um, a good transition consists of five elements and the first one being school-based preparatory experiences. In other words, academic instruction and, and a, a targeted curriculum. Um, and I guess the concept of the targeted curriculum will mean different things to different people in different places. So the other four elements, which are equally important, are career preparation and work-based experiences, that is vocational training and work experiences um, that support skills development, um, along with, as you can see, the importance of work experiences. And we know that work experience in itself is one of the great precursors to employment. Work experiences are opportunities to not only develop skills, but also to, in many ways, undertake what we call, I guess, a live job interview. Um, and it also normalizes the idea of employment and work experiences in, in the programs in particular in areas like customised employment and discovery, for instance, work experiences are about identifying a person's vocational pathway or their vocational themes um, so that you end up in, men, in many ways getting to a point where your work experiences are more targeted towards your vocational themes rather than just random work experiences, which used to be quite common where everybody get on a bus and all go to the same place and go, oh, that's work experience. But, you know, unless you had an interest in those particular vocations, it was a day out and worst, a painful day out. The other elements of it, that make up a good transition are capacity building, which is um, youth development and youth leadership, family involvement and support. And often one of the interesting things about work experience in particular is that it often illustrates to families a range of skills and interests that, that they might not be aware of. They don't see at home um, because, you know, I mean, if you've had kids and if you've got kids and 
if you watch TV, the general image of a child is they come home from school or whatever they want to do. They walk through the house, they drop their stuff everywhere and go to their bedroom and close the door and pick up their Xbox or whatever device they're using or their iPad and you don't see them again until everybody gets hungry. It's a bit of a cliched way of describing young people. It certainly wasn't what existed in my house. Um, connecting activities uh, that enable young people uh, to be linked with organisations and services that complement their transition services and promote post-secondary support. That's a really interesting one because what is that, what is that doing? You know, it says complement their, tra their transition services. You know, I guess you can look at it and say that most transition to work programs are simply that transition services. They take someone from school to an employer, a particular employer, and often those employers are those general dozen or so employers that the particular service has a relationship with. You know, the interesting thing about transition to work, and the transition to work should start as young as possible, and, and often, you know, and certainly in, the, in our case, um, our youngest participant is 13. Um, and this is about normalising employment. It's about taking an individual into a, a setting and saying, this is what employment looks like. You know, it's about when someone says, I'd like to be a fireman, we go to the fire station because do they want to be a fireman? Well, I don't know. Do they want to be a fireman? Well, they probably don't know either. And the whole point of going to the fire station isn't about going, this is what it takes to be a fireman. This is about understanding what part of being a fireman is attractive to them. You know, it might not be being a fireman. It might well be driving the truck. It might well be washing the truck. It might well be doing mechanics. It might simply be being around people. We don't know that until we go there. But to, we don't assume that because they want to be a fireman, they're going to be a fireman. So when you start to think, what's the missing element from a good transition? In all of the transition programs, what's missing? Well, I can tell you what's missing, and that is the capacity to self-determine. In other words, choose your own destination, make choices, get that ring, it sort of links to choice and control, and the capacity to self-advocate. And some people sort of view advocacy or self-advocacy as, well, you know, making a noise and standing up for a cause. But really, self-advocacy is learning that you have a voice and how to use it, and how to use it effectively for your interests. Now, you might think, does that mean in a transition program we're creating radical little individuals that all jump up and down? No. What we're talking about in a real sense is the capacity to make decisions in a workplace and to use a voice to say, look, I'm not sure what's going on here, or I've finished this job, or can I have a break? And you might think, oh, well, don't people do those things automatically? Well, no. And particularly with kids with disability, if they have a cognitive impairment, they've never been given the chance to make a decision. They've never been given the chance to use their voice. So the important focus of any transition shouldn't be simply about what job do you want to do, what work experiences are appropriate, and these are the employers we're going to introduce you to. And by the way, if you're an employer, we'll pay you to take them on board through a wage subsidy, um, which to me is akin to, well, buying a job because the evidence suggests that very few of those jobs last beyond a year, um, certainly two years. And if you look at the statistics, 
as a matter of fact, go and look at the statistics for in place for, for employment placements where particularly where subsidies are used, and you'll see very quickly how they taper off. But you can have a look and make up your own mind and interpret those figures yourself. What my real interest is here is explaining to you that if you're going to do transition to work, the transition to work isn't simply about work skills or the fabled employability skills, whatever they are. The reality is that a good transition is about building the capacity of the individual to make decisions, to use their voice, and to, for them to use that to say, this is what I would like to explore. These are my skills. This is what I would like to build. This is where I'd like to go. Is it where I really want to go? Well, I don't know. I don't know until I get there and try it. And you know, that's like all of us. We've all gone into jobs going, this is the job I want. When you got there, maybe not. It kind of sucked and you didn't have a voice and you probably left because it was driving you nuts. So what we're trying to do through a good transition and you need to ask these questions. When you look at a transition to work program, look at it and say, how is this going to build my capacity to lead a better life? And if the answer is, well, you'll get a job. A job isn't necessarily a precursor to a better life. I mean, yes, having an income gives you more opportunities and more options, but it doesn't necessarily lead to a better life. There are a lot of people working in jobs that suck simply because of the money. If that's what you want for your child, then you can probably take any generic transition to work program off the shelf from any provider and away you go. But if you want a real transition, you need to tie all the elements together. And that will start through being at school, having those elements in place that will build the capacity of the young person through multiple work experiences, not one or two or three, but as many as possible through their school years, because work experiences build skills. Work experiences provide clues to vocational themes. They build capacity. And if you're really lucky and if you, you can tie that up and you have a really good career counsellor in your school who's actually paying attention and going, you know what, this person's got a lot of interests and a lot of skills and a lot of potential and the old psych test that you might get thrown at doesn't really answer those questions. But if you combine all these elements together rather than a singular one, the chances are you're going to transition to a better life, whether that be employment, further study, a lot more accurately, and if that's the correct word, I'm not sure that accurately is, but you're more likely to end up in the right place than you are if you simply had a couple of work experiences, met a few employers, and then got shuffled off to, I don't know, Bunnings or Coles, if that's where you want to go, that's great. But certainly our experience has been is that very few of the people that we've worked with, particularly the kids and even the older individuals as well, have ended up in the generic workplaces such as Coles, Bunnings, Woolworths, you know, those big sign places because the big sign places are really not that friendly when it comes to, to people with a disability, whether it be kids or older, older individuals. The reality is small business, medium business, where the owner is the person that's, that's there, that's providing the supports, are more likely to provide the opportunities that you want. And that's my, well, 
that's not sort of to bag woolworths and coals and all the rest of them and if that's where you want to go that's great a good transition program will support you to go there but the truth of the matter is that every transition program should not be a generic everybody goes to the same place everybody does the same thing it should be tailored to you it should be highly individualized because your direction in life is exactly that your direction in life you know now i'll get to the advertising bit i guess this is the um, the bit everybody expects and the reality is this is what we why we develop gliding uh, our transition to work program which is based on building the capacity of the of the person it's not something that we just thought about overnight this is um, a long time in its gestation as a matter of fact we ran the first versions of of gliding a number of years ago uh, in a school interstate from where we are we're based in melbourne um, and we saw what happened and then we've seen the program and elements of it in different parts of the world uh, and we've combined the best evidence the best practice experience to put together a program that develops the capacity of the individual that leads to a good transition and a good transition in my mind is one where those five elements the school-based prep experience as career preparation work experience as a capacity building key number one family involvement absolutely imperative and the connecting activities you know with those elements are in place the chances are you're going to go to get a good transition if the starting point is talking to employers about what sort of subsidies then you're starting in the wrong place you know what you're doing there is you're really well i mean you can work it out for yourself um, what's really going on there but the truth is start early start of a good transition that builds the capacity of the individual that continues to develop their capacity to have a voice to self-determine to be a strong self-advocate so that they can go into a workplace and have that voice and you might think well everybody's got a voice but you know one of the essential things about having a voice in the workplace if you know how to use it then you're less likely to be bullied and we know that for many kids with a disability that's a real fact of life but let's not make that part of a transition anymore so that's what makes a good transition it's a bit wobbly this morning i guess it's saturday so i'm recording this in the morning if you're interested in discussing what makes a good transition talk to one of our people um, that particularly behind the glide in program um, the very worst case scenario you'll learn a few things you'll get some information whether you use any of the, the work first programs the glide in programs that's entirely up to you but educate yourself inform yourself on what makes a good transition and make sure that transition is contextualized customized to your individual circumstances you don't want generic that's not going to work for you it's not going to put you in the place where you want to go go out have an individualized transition that could and a good life thank you everyone